Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever eat a loaf of bread with your hands watching TV in your underwear? Me either. Seriously, I've never done that. And I especially did not do that on Sunday. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Only 21 days until spring, y'all. Who's counting? Not me. Oh, I'm counting. Also, it's almost March, which means it's basically almost Christmas again because time flies. Hate it. I got a paper cut on my lip. Is there a lamer way to injure yourself? I don't think so. (laughs) Stay away from paper. Have such a good day.
Doc, okay. have such a good day. The show, the one that we did do. I don't, I don't think we've ever been more in sync than we were just now, Heather. In sync. And that, that spells, I don't know, synchronicity. Is it spelled N apostrophe sync? Is that? <laughs> that is us. So we should start a band, Sarah. Bye, bye, bye. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I, I've been waiting my entire life. Let's do it. Same. Yeah. Same. Same. Yeah. Let's first get through an hour of fun with y'all. Cheap therapy. I need some therapy today, y'all, to be honest. So maybe you, are you guys can help me Are you on the struggle bus, Heather? Yes. It's okay if you are. What's beyond the struggle bus? What's when you're like, you're, you've been on the struggle bus for a while. Is it like a something train, like a sad train? Well, or? No, I, well hopefully after the struggle bus, you're on you know, the up and up. So you would maybe be on a... An airplane? A, 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 an upward whatever helicopter helicopter. like a hot air balloon a blimp you should hear the helicopters above my apartment (laughs) man oh man it is fun times here in la oh yeah i actually kind of like it i had forgotten i actually kind of liked it yeah yes there it's kind of exciting sometimes it feels like a little police state where you're like oh my god it does kind of what's happening for sure god you know Mm -hmm. like who are you looking for who where's the murderer but often yeah. it's like uh, based on weather, traffic, and not who even knows what else is going on. I kind of like Honestly, it. Honestly, it's probably Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. going to set somewhere. It's probably just him and his uh, his chop Or that. Or yeah. that. Y'all, it's episode 228. Yeah. Um, how, how do we feel about this? This is like... I feel like wow. it's divisible by two. Um, yes. So I like it already. Feels good. Feels yeah. good. Same. Actually, divisible same, same. by three? No, it wouldn't be divisible by three. But but by no. four, yes. So, yes. so okay. All right. We're, we're on an even number. number. It's chill. Kind of, it's chill. Yeah. 228-2024. Something's good about this. There's good mojo happening. There is something. Yeah. Yes. Well, y'all, if you just tuned in for the first time, this is the show that unpacks the absurdity of everyday life. It's kind of like listening in on a like intimate conversation between two friends. That's um, it's, exactly it's not, what it is. I wouldn't say it's very <laughs> NSFW. No, um, in that sense, I think we're mostly safe for work. I mean, there might be a little f bomb here and there. You know, we try to. Who doesn't love an f bomb? We try to only f bomb when it's really necessary. Yeah, <laughs> which is how I feel in real life as well. You know, oh you my know, gosh, totally. You, you know, the person who's cussing all the time, where you're like, you know what, save it, save it for when you meet. Yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> just take it down yeah. a notch. But sometimes it's just fun because I, I love the way it rolls off the tongue. It's like nothing else, Sarah. Oh yeah, no, it it packs a punch. It does, it sure um, does. And and we we hope to do that as well um, on this episode. Oh, of we Have are small and mighty, day. but uh, we pack a punch. That is for sure. <laughs> Put us together, we're ten feet tall. <laughs> more than that. We're more than that. No, I know. We'd be yeah, we'd be like well, I, I mean, guess, even uh, two of me would feet. be more than ten feet tall, but barely. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Exactly. Well, remember, I'm five seven. Yeah, Sarah. I, you're like so tall. <laughs> Actually, I don't think I am. I think I think I'm five six and three quarters. I, I don't know Heather, to be precise. I, I, you know who who's to know? Also, we apparently all shrink as we get older, and our noses oh, okay. and ears grow bigger. Oh, this so, is. You know what? Okay, Sarah, when you said time flies at the top of the mm-hmm. show, uh, I just I relate to that. And then now that you're mentioning 
when we get older, our ears get big. Okay, so w- <laughs> what is good about this? What is good about Nothing. time flying? And what is good about big ears, Nothing. right? Ugh, there's got to be something good. There's, there's there, I mean, physically, I don't think it is helpful at all. Um, mm-hmm. What's funny is my mother, hi mom, if you're listening, um, my mom, so I'm 5'2". I'm a, I'm a tiny little person. My mm-hmm. mom is 5'4". You know, I always, you know, as I was growing year after year, you know, where you like do the thing on the side of the uh, the wall, you know, and oh, you know, yeah. see yeah. how many inches you've grown. Um, you know, <laughs> my watch ended. <laughs> Were you ever competitive with your mom? Like, I better be as tall as my mom, at Not least. Not competitive, but I definitely thought, oh, I'll just be 5'4" you know? Yeah. If not taller, I don't know. My dad yeah. wasn't a tall person either. Um, yeah. you know, but taller than her, you know, certainly. But I mean, it, you know, I remember kind of being like five, two and then like the next summer, like five, two, you know, my mom was like, I don't know. I think we're <laughs> done. Um, and I was like, all right, well, cool. Like, do I care? I don't really care, but like, I just, Always thought I would be 5'4". It's not like you were going out for the basketball team or something. No, not at all. And and quite honestly, like, being a compact person has its, uh, you know, a lot of merits. Yeah, yeah exactly. But um, my mom, who's who's weirdly in the stage of her life, I mean, I mean she's super healthy, um, but she's a tiny little bird person. I always say that. Like, she has little bird bones. I'm not like... <laughs> like beefy but like I'm like more (laughs) robust than she is she's also you know 30 years older than me um and the other day she had gone into the doctor for like something you know like not serious and she Uh came back and she was like guess what I'm five two I have lost Uh two inches oh no because I'm almost 80 years old and I was like well, oh, I mean, no. you know, by that math, I'll probably be 4'11 <laughs> in no time oh, at all. Boy. You know, like, uh, so, okay, do we you, don't get do taller. Shrink? Does anything else shrink other than like your height? I, well, I think, it's I so think bizarre. it's all like, yeah, it's like a compacted, uh, I don't know. Gravity. It's gravity. It's gravity. It's bones. It's uh, yeah. tendons, all sorts of weird things. But uh, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm not going to be any taller, y'all. That, mm-hmm. That's the moral of this story, if there is one. <laughs> so anyway. Well, uh, Linnell, we still love you, um, even though you lost a couple inches. We do. Um, we you do. still pack a punch. She's, and, she's yeah. just my tiny little bird mom. You know, every time I say <laughs> that, she's like, I'm not that small. And I'm like, mom, every time I hug you, I feel like I'm going to kill you. <laughs> You're yeah, a tiny little bird like person. That. Um, and I'll probably be that, you know, in another 30 years, you know, lots to look forward to, Sarah. Indeed. And you're big with your big ears and your big, big ass, nose. big ears, big <laughs> nose, you know, and, and tiny little body. Otherwise, uh, yeah, that'll be a lot of Sounds fun. Sounds fun. Yeah. Totally. So <laughs> I was thinking, Heather, about many things over the last week, uh-huh. but, um, one of the things that I was thinking of is criticism. Mm hmm. Um, specifically how we all deal with criticism now, like not constructive criticism. Well, well, sure. I mean, constructive criticism is still criticism, but it's something that if it comes from a good place is something to absorb, think about, and, and maybe, maybe 
you know, make some some changes because of that. Sure. Maybe not, but still something that like you have to absorb. Mm-hmm. Uh, bad criticism is something else entirely, you know, where it's like if somebody just is saying something critical of you that, you know, you can't get anything out of, well, you know, you kind of have to filter that out. I mm-hmm. have, um, we, we all have, certainly, but, you know, just speaking personally, criticism um, in my place of work has been going on for a really long time because, you know, back when I was in my early 20s, you know, it was like I was on TV, so people were criticizing my appearance or, you know, what I said or what I did or, mm-hmm. you know, what I stood for or, you know, all sorts of other things. And I learned over time to filter a lot of that out, but not 100%. Um, to this day, I feel like I'm pretty sensitive because of that. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so I'll give you an example. Like, let's say I do an episode of this show. You know, let's say it was episode 227 last week Mm -hmm. and, you know, we get, you know, 10 to 100 people writing in being like, great show. The one Mm -hmm. person who writes in and says like, you know, Sarah sounds like a fucking idiot. That (laughs) is the person who like will ruin my day. Yeah, like even though there's a hundred other great exactly. Like it's like it's not like a one in one type thing. Sure. And um, not that that happened because it didn't, you know, hypothetical. But again, like why does, you know, like good feedback is so Mm -hmm. fun, you know, and like Mm -hmm. reminds you like why you do what you do and, you know, why, you know, you're the person that you are and you don't suck. And then there's Mm -hmm. that one person who will just be like, you know what? You do suck. And and then you're like, gosh, do I? Yeah. Do I? I know it is interesting. It's like you have this like a plethora of examples of how you don't suck and you have this one measly note that is negative and yet yeah, yet you take that like a uh, hundred times harder than yeah. you would like all this positive reinforcement. It is interesting. It's yeah, like we're programmed. We are programmed to take the negative too far. I don't know. Yeah. And, and I know that anybody listening to this is like, isn't that, you know, the whole conversation about social media, like totally is, totally is Mm -hmm. that, that stuff I do filter out pretty well. You know, I don't Mm -hmm. really take it seriously, but when something is personal enough toward me, um, even if it's constructive criticism, you know, Mm -hmm. it, sometimes I have a hard time rebounding from that. But mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give you an, uh, an example that like goes the other way. So okay. way back in the day, um, this is like, I don't know, it wasn't 10 years ago, but like more than five years ago, I was dating this guy and, um, you know, we, you know, we're having fun, uh, doing our thing. And, um, one day he called me Miss Lady, like as like a, you know, like a pet name. You know, and mm-hmm. I, whatever, didn't register. I was like, oh, maybe he's just being silly, whatever. But then he did it again. And then, like, the third time he did it, I was like, you know what? Um, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't I don't <laughs> like being called Miss Lady. It makes me sound like your kindergarten teacher. I just, let's not do that anymore. And mm-hmm. And he was like, well, but, I mean, do you get to, I mean, 
it's your nickname from me. Like, and he took it very personally. Wow. He took wow. it. was like okay. criticism against him trying to be cute. You know, where uh, I was like, yeah, that that can be that can hurt. I mean, that can sting. totally, totally. And I remember being like, well, but it's but it's it's something that's directed at me. So I, I feel like I have final say. But like, I just don't want to hear, I, I don't want to be called Miss Lady. You know, it just, yeah. it doesn't work. It doesn't work for us. Yeah. Um, but I remember he was, he was very bummed out about it. And mm. um, <laughs> we uh, did not make it for a variety of other reasons. But, um, but it, it, it always kind of, I always think of that situation as like a, me being like, I'm trying to be constructive for mm-hmm. both of us. Yeah. But, you know, maybe I could have phrased it differently. I don't know. I think there's a, lo- yeah. there's a lot of criticism that people really, is really well-meaning. Yeah, sure. And, and, and just doesn't land. You know, I think it's like, it's a, it's a balance of tact and maybe being in a certain place, space. Like if you're having a good day or a bad day, something like that might affect you differently. Totally. Yeah. Um, you're feeling confident and your ego's full and whatever. And then something like that just doesn't really do anything to you. You just, just rolls off your back. But on a day that maybe you're just feeling a little self-conscious already. Um, but I can see, yeah, like the nickname, it's like he was trying to be creative and then you didn't like it. Um, it's hard. It's really hard. I mean, I have like, this isn't exactly the same situation, but I have a friend of mine who I really dig, like he's really cool. He's an old friend of mine. And but he, but he just sort of pummels me with these non sequitur, uh, random videos in like DM, you know? Uh-huh. And it's like, I can't, I just like, they're so random. They could be anything from like the spectrum of anything far and wide. Um, and sometimes I find him funny and other times I'm like, like, what is eh? this? I don't like, do you have any, what's the context? You yeah. Know? Like, or like, or something. like, tell me how your day's going. Yeah. And it's like, I, and I feel like I more and more, I'm just like, I really dig him and I wish we lived in the same city, you know? And like, I, I just, yeah, maybe it's because that's all we have. It's like, that's it. Like this you know, I can tell that he thinks about me because he's sending these things, but they don't really have anything to do with me. It's just more getting a rise out of me. But then I'm kind of like, but why? You know, do you do this to like everyone you know all day or is it just me? And and I'm not like, it's not a, any criticism. It doesn't even have to do with criticism, but it's like, I don't really have the heart to say anything because I think he, I think he thinks he's being funny or cool or whatever and I wouldn't want to like hurt his feelings yeah like he's your friend so it's not like he's trying to like upset you but it just isn't uh absorbed the way that he wants sometimes yeah like I can't really give I I don't know what else to give like sure if it's a funny cat video or it's funny I can be like haha or like laughing emoji but then if it's something else that takes a little bit more like effort to like like um deconstruct and like think about I'm kind of like I I I don't know like like, what are we doing yeah I guess yeah yeah yeah, it's interesting but but it's again like that criticism thing it's like how do you tell someone you care about that you're not getting what they're putting across yeah it's like exactly it's like hey love you so much yeah you're super important to me I just 
the the way that you're coming at me yeah. is not working. So can mm-hmm. we do that differently without you getting mad? And I am very guilty of, you know, once uh, people have said that to me before about this or that, you know, where sometimes I'm like, okay, I got it. And other times I'm like, so offended. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You're like hurt. Your egos. Yeah. You know, yeah. Our egos are really... I, I've been thinking about that a lot lately. You know, Elijah brings that up. My boyfriend brings that up a lot. We're not in relation to me per se, but just in in terms of something like that's ego, you know, points it out like that's ego talking right there, mm, you know, and mm-hmm. it's like, God, you're right. Like, ugh, like, mm, you know, that that's something to be very aware of that, yeah. you know, you get, yeah, your ego gets hurt or whatever. And um. Yeah, I think um, I think the criticism thing is a really interesting thing to unpack because of how yeah how everybody is going to involve their ego. Um, I mean, at some point, on some level, I mean, it's you know, it's personal. It it just is. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I know that's tough, and it's a world full of um, you know people that could potentially hurt your feelings. So um, you got to be on on guard. You got to protect yourself. Well, you know? and 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 knowing that what you say will carry weight to somebody else as exactly. well. Um, you know, I <laughs> in a perfect world, I would never ever criticize anybody or hurt anyone's feelings. But that is that's simply not sustainable. You know, what, what that would be is me internalizing and uh, being unhappy, you know, for the sake of other people. And that's, that doesn't work either. Um, Well, also you do, you do podcasts. So it's like your, you know, your thoughts are out there in the world and that's brave. And that's like a risk in itself because you're, you're talking about what's on your mind. And I I feel like that a lot for this show. I'm like, God, should I be careful what I talk about? Um, do I really want to put like my heart on this, on my sleeve or like, what, do, what, to what extent do I talk yeah, like, about what's like, going on in my life? Yeah. Like, cause I don't want to be criticized or maybe I don't want to be judged or whatever it is. Um, I mean, we're all friends here, right? <laughs> we're all friends here at the same time. Being vulnerable is tough and, is tough. and there are levels of that. Like you sure. can be like, ah was like slightly vulnerable or you can be like you know what i'm gonna tell y'all everything um yeah and sometimes that feels good yeah it does i wouldn't do that i mean i don't know i mean even to this day i mean i have never been like oh i'm 100 vulnerable uh-uh i have a lot yeah. of people who i would consider semi-close to me who would probably tell you like Sarah doesn't really talk that much about like her personal life, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, like the tough stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think we're all like that because we're trying to be people who blend in and, you know, are okay. Well, it's also hard to talk about the tough stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, a lot of people want to avoid that just to stay busy and just kind of like not have to think about the deep, dark you know, crevasses of our minds, you know, things that, that bother us and upset us. If you're drinking, she said crevasses. (laughs) I don't know why I said that, but um, go ahead and have some tea. You know, I will, I will say that, um, 
that lately I'm back on my um, film noir kick. Oh, okay. And I've been watching, I'm telling you, it, go back to the classics when you're kind of like, okay, I don't understand life. Life is throwing me for, for a loop, um, trying to figure some stuff out. It's like, I love going back to these older movies because life was simpler back then. And there's usually like a simple premise about like usually a love, maybe a murder, you know, something. And it's like morals, ethics, like it brings into play just like, you know, you know, being human on a very simple um, level mm -hmm. and how complicated sort of the juxtaposition of how complicated and complex our lives are now, you know, especially, you know, because of the internet and, and social media and whatnot. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I've been kind of watching a lot of noirs. They really, it's funny. They really do something to me. They just, they, they make everything okay. It's so interesting. I, I love it. I love it. Anyway, I watched a really good one last night with, um, Robert Mitchum. Um, you may not know who he is. I didn't really know who he was until I, I, I know the name. I know he, yeah, yeah, he's, he, you know, he's a very handsome fella. He's, uh, he's got like a dimpled chin. Is he still with us? In life no. now? I don't think so. Okay. No, no, right. no, no, no. Okay. I don't think so. Because yeah. he was like, I mean, this was. Yeah, this is like, like the 50s, right? Yeah, yeah, this was like the 50s. And, um, but he's super tall and he's just, he's a kind of a, I think he's a tall drink of water. I think he's, he's a really interesting. Um, anyway, he sort of, there's something about these certain uh, types of actors that sort of soothe me. But anyway, I wanted to mention that spring is, is about 21 days away or so. Uh, depending on when you're listening to this, but um, it's it's you know like I can see it down the, the dark tunnel of um, this next yep. rainstorm on the coming horizon. In. Mm -hmm. On the horizon, uh, last weekend, which was a couple days ago, um, it was super warm. It was like one of those kind of like um, heat wavy weekends where people were out like wearing g strings on the local beach. I thought it was like a little <laughs> like whoa, like a little much. You it's know? a little much like anywhere. I know. And the thing is, that you, but I would expect it more like in LA in the summer, but like, this is like sure. NorCal in, on a, like a cove beach in February, like generally pretty cold in February. I was like, go easy. Anyway, um, <laughs> this weekend it's supposed to get in the thirties and it's going to rain a lot. I'm, I'm actually, it could hail and snow it's possible, but, um, the daffodils are out. Um, it's really, really pretty, a uh, few early roadies, but there's this really cool tree. Um, that's right out in front of my house and it's not a super pretty tree it's not really a looker you know you, it's kind of got I mean I don't want it to overhear me but the trunk is a little like not pretty and it just doesn't really I'm like what is this tree but around this time every year for a very short period it blooms these really cool like long silver tassels and they're like they're so it's such an interesting tree wow. and it's so beautiful right now and it's literally has tassels hanging down um, uh, so, so that gives me hope. Um, it's been, like I, s I mentioned earlier, it's been harder to find the humor in everyday life lately, but I think I'm, I'm hosting the perfect show to, to help me have such a good day. Um, I think I'm, I think what's hard for me is that humdrum, like the everyday, the mundane everyday where it's like, you know, you, you go to bed, you wake up and it's just like another day. Like you were saying, like time is just flying. It's almost March. And I know this is a huge part of life is just to be to lean into, you have to, you know, you got to take showers, you got to go to the dentist, you have to get eight hours of sleep, you have to do all these things to kind of stay alive. And sometimes I just find it to be so like, 
ah, uh, just like it, the repetitive. It isn't it's the fun. Groundhog Day thing. No, it's a Groundhog Day thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I struggle with that, and I wanted to know if y'all out there um, struggle with it too. Email us at hi at have such a good day dot com because um, I think together in our misery uh, we we will survive. Oh, no, <laughs> oh, no, it's big, not that bad. Big, it's not that bad. Big hugs, big hugs. Aww, yeah, thanks. and you know everybody. I think this is a hard time of year for it a is. lot of us. It is. Um, yeah. You know, I know I'm Phone I'm in show. L.A. where the sun is shining right now, but it like. It still is winter in its own weird way, and yeah. it's just, it, it feels like you're on the precipice of something better. Yes, definitely. You know, and, yeah, definitely. and, you, and you're kind of like, okay, okay, let's get to the better, you know, like, let's have fun again, let's be happy. Yeah, it feels like a long winter. It, it just feels long, and it always feels like this in February. I always feel like by the time February rolls around... Mm-hmm. It's like been several, it's been three plus, maybe four months of winter. So it's like, okay, I'm ready for a change. And I think just being human, we want change. That's all, that's that's a huge part of being 100%, human. 100%, yeah. I mean, it's part of feeling alive. Um, exactly. You know, I am a, um, I am a person uh, who loves a good routine, you know, mm-hmm. um, which actually leads me into, you know, my next uh, topic, which is, who are the morning people out there versus who are the 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 late nighters? Um, mm. No wrong answers, by the way. But um, <laughs> you mentioned getting eight hours of sleep, and I, uh, I don't always get eight hours of sleep. Like you know, I'm lucky if I get six and a half, but I try. Uh-huh. I really do. Um, and one of the things that has worked. Well, for me, over the last year, not every single night, but most nights is I just go to bed early because I'm going to get up early. Um, And, you know, if I if I stay up till midnight, I'm still going to get up at six. So, okay, that's six hours. If I go to bed at 11, then I got seven. That's better. Yep. Yep. And and sometimes like at about 10, I'm like, do I want to watch another show? Do I want to like do more things on the internet? Actually, no. I've eaten dinner. You know, I'm, I'm satiated. I'm, I'm out of here. Like also the more I stay up, the more I get like wired. If I stay up past a certain time and I'm watching, I'm looking at a screen, I tend to not sleep as well. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. So, um, so I've been thinking about just because everybody's, uh, you know, circadian rhythms are different totally understand depends on you know what you got to get up and do every day um mileage varies for sure um and i've been thinking about this especially recently because eileen rivera who's my co-host on our new show apple vision show she's a night person and i'm a morning person (laughs) so like we there's like she'll like text me at like 10 you know, like something show related, like not urgent, but just, you know, something that requires my attention. It's like, I am never going to see that until the next morning. I mean, even if I'm awake at 10, like my phone is not like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. You know, yeah. I'm either, yeah. <laughs> I'm either snoozing on the couch already or I don't know the you know, zoning out or. I also feel like, yeah, if someone calls me, even, even if it's not work related, but they want to chat after eight even before even like after six sometimes where i'm like because i'm like busy making dinner and then i'm watching a movie or i'm i'm just engaged and I, but i, I want to i'm actually in the process of disengaging so if yeah, someone calls right. me 
Um, it ruins usually it. when their kids go to bed. Yeah. I'm like, well, it's not convenient for me, actually. Yeah, well, yeah. people with kids love to tell you um, how much their schedule matters. Uh, that's a <laughs> conversation for another time. But okay, so so back to like you know uh, waking up in the morning. There's this there's this funny quote uh, attributed to Frank Sinatra that I read somewhere. I don't even know if it's real, but. Um, he said something along the lines of, I feel sorry for people who don't drink alcohol because waking up in the morning is the best they're going to feel all day. Mm. The joke being mm. like mm-hmm. that, you know, they're not partying late, you know, so they're mm-hmm. not having fun. But like yeah. I always I I heard this years ago and I was like. Yeah, but like waking up in the morning is the best that you're going to feel all day. Yeah, that's totally. the point. Yep. That is the point of the morning. And mm-hmm. um, I don't always wake up in the morning feeling super tipped off. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely not 100%. But Mm-mm. I will say, um, and and this is probably me showing my age. I mean, waking up in the morning where like nothing bad has happened yet. You know, mm-hmm. the world is my yet. oyster. You know, <laughs> make some coffee, do the wordle. Talk to Heather online. <laughs> That's right. You know, like I, I, like I have like I have a little time before the world burns down. That's how <laughs> I feel in the morning. Like I actually mm-hmm. do feel really optimistic in the morning. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. mornings. Like I almost kind of want to like put on some music and you know just be like, mm-hmm. yeah, look at us. We're here. <laughs> We're alive. Now, you know, given the day, sometimes I don't feel that way, you know, by 6 p.m. But like, uh-huh. I I feel like my mornings are like, that's that's my highlight. They're pretty life. sacred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm with you. I'm a morning person, too. And I, I have the same. I love I get excited for my morning ritual. Um, you know, I used to do my espresso machine, but I first thing I make a, a green tea. Um, and I put it on my windowsill and I, I do my wordle and we chat and I look out the window and watch the waves and, and it's, yeah, it's a really, really nice, uh, ritual and I, I get excited for it. Um, lately I, and I'm, I am definitely an optimistic person, like at the end of the day, I am for sure. Um, but yeah, lately I've been a little bit more like more leaning on like what is going to happen today. Like I'm a little nervous to open my email or go get my mail or like what, you know, it's like a little bit more like sort of um, trepidatious to enter the day and just, um, uh, yeah, trepidatious is kind of a good word for it. And and it's weird because I, I don't like that feeling. I am used to being a little bit more, you know, seize the day, like, yeah, like put on some music and, you know, dance in the morning and dance to all that's good. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, uh, anyway, I am a morning person for sure. And I, it's funny cause I, when I travel or, you know, spend a weekend with someone who isn't, it can, it can be challenging, you know, because they, I, I have some friends who, in fact, European friends who make fun of me for wanting to even eating at like six 30. It's like, Hmm. They, you know, cause they'll eat at like eight 30 and it's like, Oh, I hate eating that late. Like that is so, and that can be a problem. Like I've dated somebody who wanted to eat at 8.30 and I wanted to eat at six. <laughs> or even if things have changed over time. I mean, for me, so yes, uh, glad you brought this up because for me, it's like, 
If I eat at 8.30, not a problem. I mean, that's not crazy late. Occasionally. Yeah, yeah it's not out, midnight. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if I'm going to go to bed at 10, then I go to bed with like a belly full yeah. and, eh, you know, now yep. my sleep is weird and, you know, we all have to like <laughs> be honest with ourselves, uh, maybe self-criticism, um, you know, like, <laughs> like how do you have the best day possible? I mean, I yeah. know every day that I wake up, I'm like, all right, you know, let's, let's do this. We're going to have a mm-hmm. good day. And mm-hmm. sometimes it devolves from there. Um, but, but eating late is a great way for me to not have a great night's sleep, which makes the next day horrible. I agree. It's funny. I use, you know, have such a good day a lot with my boyfriend. Cause you know, he's, he, he's actually a patron and Hi, it's part of our it lexicon. <laughs> it's part of our lexicon. It's part of our, you know, everyday, like, but are you going to have such a good day? Um, and, and it's kind of a fun thing. It's like, it kind of reminds you, it's a little nudge. Like you're going to have a good day, like make it happen, make it so. Um, but lately, uh, people have been asking me because I think of the things I'm bringing up about wanting to do something else, kind of maybe add a little, uh, hobby or a side project or whatever. Well, what do you want? Like, what, what do you want to do? You know, you're not going to have kids get a dog or what do I want to do in my older age? my mid my midlife I guess it is and yeah. it's been haunting me a little bit because mm-hmm. I I'm I'm sort of it's not like I'm drawing a blank I'm just sort of like well I mean couldn't I just feel like I want to learn and grow and enjoy my life is that not enough like do I have to have this like concrete plan yeah of what this, exactly like, this I like this like purpose yeah that other people are like if you don't have the purpose you know you're just like blowing in the wind it's like no, that's what people do. People do say that. I know. Oh, trust me. I know. I mean, I've been reading a lot like where it's like people who grew up with a big family, wanted a big family because she was afraid of the opposite. She was afraid of the quiet of the the not the hustle bustle in the house, you know, and then another one was like, no, I actually I love I need a lot of pockets of peace like that's I don't I don't want kids because I don't really want that hustle bustle. I want a quiet life. Um, I don't know where I stand on that. Like, I think I'm maybe somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think, you know, thus far, I think one of the problems is that I feel like I've had a pretty, a fairly charmed life and I've been fairly contented um, with just following my nose. And I've followed my nose through one project to the next and one part of my life to the next. And I'm, sh- you know, obviously we all have hiccups. It's not like th- those didn't exist, but for the most part, um, I feel like I've done a lot of great things, even though I, to me, it's just never enough and I need to find what those next 10 great things are or whatever. Yeah. Um, just not a great planner, you know? And so I'm like, all right, maybe I need to really sit down and be constructive and be like, okay, I want my business to be here in five years. I want to do this and, you know, I want to travel here and I want to like all these things that I am sort of like expecting when people ask me, it's like, well, these are the things that I want out of my life. I mean, it shouldn't be that hard, right? Okay, so after many weeks sort of sitting with this subject and not moving any needles myself, I'm sort of wondering, since it's such an unknown, um, since we go through these unknown pockets of life, um, isn't it part of the process to just be in the void for a while and just like be okay with it and just let the void sort of like wash over you and and until one of these days you wake up, because 
we all know this has happened before and something and say you, to you know what I've got it I want to do this yeah, yeah like Eureka I found it like having that like time to sit with it I'm not good at that I'm not oh, I'm good not at like Oof, feeling gosh I'm not that void and I think maybe you try to stay really busy to avoid it I think a lot of people do uh, a lot of people try to stay busy um so that they avoid this feeling of like sitting in um the emptiness of like yeah this is it's, it's hopefully a passable thing um but maybe it's maybe it's good to not know what you want to do you know i guess it like it maybe it forces me to like chill out um so i'm sort of curious uh about y'all out there how do you deal with this kind of like feeling this unknown like you just don't know what's happening um from one day to the next you don't really know what the future holds are you good at just chilling the f out email us at hi at have such a good day.com indeed indeed um well said heather or well explained i guess um yeah i think i think you encapsulated uh just what a lot of people feel all the time myself included i, so I yep. you know i i i think What's funny is that, you know, you and I both don't have children. And sometimes we mm -hmm. talk about the fact like, mm, you know, I mean, you know, what are we doing? You know, like, yeah. weren't we like put on this earth to have kids kind of thing? Mm -hmm. um, and I have come to the point where I say, no, I was not um, mm -hmm. for reasons beyond my control. Um, and also because kids. Ugh. But um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> but but like but like what like what is it you know like what's mm -hmm. what's the purpose you know yeah you always hear stories of you know somebody on their deathbed being like I wish I would have spent more time with my grandchildren or yeah, totally. you know would have you know had more connections with loved ones it's never about like you know what you did in work how much money you made like Mm -mm. That that's all stuff that you do during life, but it's not something that you take with you afterwards. Yeah. yeah, it's it's very you know kind of like not valuable at all. And mm -mm. yeah, I don't know. I mean, listen, <laughs> Heather and I are both healthy. We're not going anywhere. Nobody get <laughs> nobody get worried. We're not being too weird here. But it's a thing it's a thing yeah. that you think about and we are in our midlife we are mm -hmm. you know yeah it's just it's yep. just what it's what's happening it's it's what it is and there's nothing we can do about it but yeah i mean i think um you do hear that a lot like, it's very cliche but it's like yeah i, I want to die happy surrounded by my my grandchildren and it's like i really feel like society was just built on that notion and so if you don't live up to that or you're not doing that you're doing something different you're taking an alternate route it's kind of it 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 throws people and i think it's it doesn't compute with well people and there society. isn't a real structure built no, for people you know for example i mean you and i are kind of the same you know i don't mm -hmm. have uh you know a partner uh i don't have kids i don't have any like if i had life insurance like who would it go to <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I could like exactly. send it to like my cousin's kids, but like yeah. there's no, but like it doesn't work. Like the, mm -hmm. the construct of all the stuff that's supposed to work doesn't really work if you don't play the game. 
Exactly, exactly. And then you get punished in a lot of ways, um, or maybe we punish ourselves, uh, maybe a little bit of both, for not jumping on the bandwagon of the rest of society. And it's hard. It's hard to go against the grain. Um, you know, I have some friends who, um, you know, completely different lives. Like I have a friend who has three kids, small kids. She spends her weekends driving them to, you know, um, sports all, all weekend. Like she's exhausted sure. all the soccer time. Soccer mom. Yeah. She's yeah, yeah, completely soccer mom. And um, they're great kids. She's great mom. I think she has a great life, but it's extremely different than mine. And I'm like, wow, like we're very close still. We're really old friends, but we're so different. Like we just have completely different lifestyles. And, you know, she she's one of those people that's like, Oh, Heather, are you sure you don't want to adopt a kid? You know, like, like that is the end all be all, you know, kind of checking in, yeah. like getting my temperature, like, mm -hmm, are you sure mm -hmm. it's not too late? And it's like, that is also can be detrimental because it sort of throws you off your thinking, you know, it's like, well, isn't it okay that I don't like, can't I not? Well, I mean, oh, and, and how many people have you met in your life i mean i know the answer is many uh because mine too who are like you never really truly know who you are until you have a kid <laughs> yeah you know totally. and you're like well okay well but i'm not going to so like <laughs> am i like also like clueless like i i think i, I, I think i kind of am a fully formed human yeah i think i think it's also yes i think there's there i have at least half of those people are saying the opposite. They're saying like, I have a lot of friends who are like, oh, I absolutely, you don't want kids. Come on, you don't want, like, and here are the reasons why. You mm -hmm. don't worry about it, you, you, you're doing the right thing. You know, you've got those people in that, that other court yeah. um, that are like, they're super, super sure of their decision. They never ever wanted them, no doubt in their minds. I think it's the ambivalent crowd that um, suffers. Sure, yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, and, you know, and when you're a woman, of course, I mean, the obvious thing is like, well, you only have so much time. I mean, you could, yep. I, I could adopt a kid at this point. I couldn't have one. <laughs> not, mm -hmm. not happening. I mean, the body will not do that. Um, yeah. But, but even so, I'm sort of like, well, I have a dog and a cat. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, I like making pancakes. <laughs> and you know it's like it's like where would the kid go like it, it yeah it doesn't feel like it's a thing a, a box I have to check but yeah. but you know talk to me in a week I might feel differently I mean this is a you know it's a complicated subject very complicated very very much so and I know a lot has come out with there's a lot of people that have come out um, to, you know, really like rah, rah, like, you know, kidless life, you know, kind of thing. I mean, I have a lot of kids in my life, you know, I, I do. Same. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a, a godmother and I have, a, I'm an auntie and, and all those things. And, um, I mean, that should be enough, right? I don't know. It's, it's an interesting one, but if y'all have any thoughts on this subject or any other, um, things we've talked about in this episode, don't hesitate to email us at hi at have such a good day.com. Indeed. Um, so Heather, I don't know how often you listen back to our shows once they're posted, but I do sometimes cause I'm like, uh -huh. I just want to, you know, I, I don't know. That's I like, cute. I want to revisit I like, like the fun because this it's is nice to be out of context this is too. Fun. Like, like 
doing well, exactly. it in your car where it's like yeah. it's kind of cool then you're listening to it from someone else's perspective kind of, kind of yeah in a way. yeah well so the I do sometimes the most yes. recent uh time i did that was yesterday and i noticed that um for anybody um who just subscribes uh not on patreon so just for free um there were like two and a half minutes of ads before our show started Wow. And I was, yeah, I know. And I was like, oh that's man, like that's a lot. Um, we mm-hmm. don't, we don't have a lot of control over that. Um, so just so you know, um, that seems egregious <laughs> to me. Um, and I'm going to look into it, but, um, this does lead me into, um, how if you are a patron, uh, patreon.com slash have such a good day, you would bypass all this nonsense. Um, now, nonsense, uh, nonsense sometimes pays Heather and me. So you know, mm-hmm. listen, it's all part of the part of the grind. But uh, just so you know, um, I feel like some of you might might enjoy being patrons more than not being patrons, or maybe not. Maybe you don't care. Great, listen to the ads. All good. You know, ads. Mm-hmm help support our show but if you want to directly support our show you have patron to do that um so thank you in advance and also just so you know and i I haven't mentioned this in a long time but um a reminder that if you're a patron you get the show many days in advance well depending it can be a day (laughs) but at least many hours in advance ahead of the rest of the world i mean so you know if you're just chomping at the bit for the (laughs) being a patreon is how you do that good good yes anyway yeah so uh, you know all this to say you have options um we are glad to have all of you um but um if if there's, you know, a situation that you're in where you, you know, got a few bucks to spare each month to directly support us, we would appreciate that very much. Thank you. Yes, for sure. Yeah, thank you very much in advance. <laughs> um, we actually have another uh, patron, um, Trinity Burger, which <laughs> Trinity Burger. Now, is this like, like maybe like a, like a, like a humble state? That's what I was thinking, yeah, maybe. But then too. it could be. I mean, there's girls who have the first name of Trinity, hmm. so I'm like, I'm not totally sure. Anyway, welcome to the show, Trinity. Um, Trinity Burger and whoever you are, yes, love, love to it. have you. Love to have you. Yeah, and um, Kevin wrote in. Um, actually, a bunch of people wrote in about the Metallica conversation we had last <laughs> week. We were talking about uh, rocking out to Metallica and other heavy metal music as therapy. Um, that's what I do in my car uh, with <laughs> Ozzy's Boneyard, <laughs> which is a serious um, satellite radio station. Oh, Kevin I know Odin, it. Yeah. Mm. He said, I discovered Metallica's Black Album in junior high school shortly after it was released, probably from seeing videos from Headbangers Ball on MTV. Oh, yeah. Instant classic. Years later in my Navy barracks room, I bought a bass guitar and one of my first songs I learned was My Friend of Misery. And then a few others from that album. It's a timeless album for me. And while not as thrash-tastic as their earlier stuff, still sounds great in the car or gym. Um, we did get a few more people writing in about what they, uh, what kind of music they like to listen to uh, as therapy. So yeah, thanks for contributing to the conversation, y'all. And uh, that was a fun one. Yeah, I, I, I never really um, get sick of talking about 
um, heavy metal. I'm not even like a metal head. Like I wouldn't even consider myself. You're I mean, very I, much not. No, I mean, if you would meet me too, I'm not like hardcore looking. Like I'm kind of a girly girl. I'm sporty, but like you know, I'm girly and yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, I, I feel like I've head I banged guess metal here head. and there. <laughs> head banged. I have also head banged Heather. Oh my gosh, it's getting yeah. weird now. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I mean, I, I'm the same. I'm the same as you. Like, I mean. Metallica, I'll say all day, you know, one of my favorite bands. And, you know, you give me any Metallica song, I'm like, let's thrash. What does thrash mean? I don't know. Maybe I'm washing my car. Who cares? So next time, yeah. next time we get together, Sarah, we're gonna we're gonna do a little head bang and we're gonna turn on some music, whether we're in the car spray or, with a or in your apartment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also, so I, I thought this was funny. A lot of my friends are. Um, you know, talking about going to see Madonna or some of them are going to oh, see Madonna. Yeah. It's like, mm -hmm. I think I would rather see Metallica. I mean, I look, I grew up with Madonna, like totally huge fan. Mm. Um, but I think, I don't know. I think, I think right now in, in my life, I would rather go to a Metallica show. That uh, might just be, oh, be me. 100%. Um, and going back to Kevin's uh, email, my fan of misery. Um, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Like, like Madonna is like, listen, I, I grew up with Madonna. Like, she was a big deal. She was a, she was a force. All the things. Huge deal. I also like, if someone was like, do you want to go see Madonna with me tonight? I'd be like, eh, I have to wash my hair. <laughs> I mean, I, and I'm just being honest. Like, I, I, I don't hate her. I just don't. I love that expression. I just have, there's there's a lot of truth in that expression. I'm realizing more and more. It's kind of a big deal to wash your hair, you know? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like a big Sorry, event. I can't do that <laughs> extremely fun thing. I just have to wash my hair tonight. So bye, yeah. see you later. It's gotta happen. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Prior engagement. <laughs> Prior engagement. Well, um, we are glad that you've engaged with us. <laughs> if you're still here, boy, are you fans. Um, thank you so much for being with us for episode 228 of Have Such a Good Day. Woo, woo. And we'll be back to win it all again next week. Until then, I will remain Sarah. And I will remain Heather forever. Have, Have such, such a, a good, good day. day. Jinx. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.